Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1. My name is Reese, and can we all say best, most chaotic sprint race of all time? Because that's what we've just seen. I'm going to break it all down. Uh, the sprint race in Qatar. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff as we go into this. Because, wow, what have we just seen? And the thing is... The great thing about sprint races is you always know tomorrow we get another bigger race. And if it's anything like this, we're in for something real chaotic tomorrow, let me tell you. So, firstly, a bit of housekeeping, and that is that Max Verstappen's lap time from sprint qualifying did stand, because uh, if you have a look at the image, he is actually inch perfect on the line to get that uh, car round and make sure that... He kept it within the lines and did not break track limits. So, no need to worry about that. He will start P3. It is a full McLaren front row. Piastri on pole from Norris in P2. But the tyres were very interesting. I came into this expecting everyone to start on mediums. Because that's what a sane person would do. But Russell, Sainz, Leclerc, Alonso, Ocon, Gasly, Stroll and Sargent all start on the softs. And... I thought initially when they did this that they wouldn't try and go to the end on the softs because that would be mad. Um, I thought maybe they were going to try and do a soft-to-soft one-stop sprint race, which is also equally as mad. But yeah, I think we'll get into it, but maybe without some of the safety cars, maybe that could have worked, but it seemed like that was never Mercedes' idea. They wanted to go all out from the start to the end on the softs. I was talking to my friend before the start of the race, and I was saying about how, you know, uh, this this track, this Qatar track, in 2021 there was no safety cars. There's no walls. There's no real overtaking opportunities. So we won't see any safety cars here. Boy, was I wrong. Let's get into this then, because at the start, it's lights out and away we go. Oscar Piastri keeps the lead, but Lando Norris and Max Verstappen get eaten up by everyone on the soft. So Russell and Sainz are the big gainers here. They jump to P2 and P3. In fact, Russell is battling Sainz so much he pushes him offline, and Sainz then has to battle his teammate to secure that P3 position. Further back, Liam Lawson is off. Now, once again, we're having huge grip issues on this track, and Lawson just loses the back end and goes off into the gravel trap uh, and is out of the race. His first DNF of his F1 career, which is very annoying because he was on my fantasy team. Uh, further up the grid, though, Lando Norris is down to P6, Max Verstappen down to P5, safety car is out for Liam Lawson, and these soft tyre starters have had the best start possible. They're all making huge gains in position here, um, but you have to think, and we all know now with hindsight, that that couldn't have possibly lasted. That safety car is ending, and instantly Alonso on those soft tyres is battling Lando Norris, who started on the mediums. Russell takes the lead from Piastri on lap 3 with an incredible dive bomb. I mean, we saw it from the onboard, and I was like, there's no way that's going to work. But it just did. Now, I have been critical of uh, George Russell's wheel-to-wheel -wheel racing before, and obviously here he had the huge advantage in terms of tyres. But still, to make that kind of move from George Russell, 
Very good stuff there. Really impressive. But further back down the uh, down the uh, grid, we have another safety car because Logan Sargent is off. There is no grip on this track whatsoever. And the thing is, this time tomorrow, it's going to be even worse. Because today, we've already had a sprint shootout this morning. That would have put a bit of grip into the track. We also had that 10-minute practice session. I'm sure that did it the world of good. This time tomorrow, we all have nothing there is no uh, support categories at all the first time a car will go on that track in terms of a fast lap will be the opening lap of the grand prix tomorrow there'll be uh, dust all over the track from overnight and throughout the day we're gonna have a really really slippy track this time tomorrow for the start of the race we're gonna see this kind of thing again Meanwhile, in the actual sprint race, the Spacey car is now ending. George Russell, fantastic way to control the pack, slows them down. And it's just really, really just slow around uh, the third sector. And I thought, wow, he's going to lead them all the way through the third sector, then go at the last minute. But instead, halfway through the third sector, he goes for it and catches Oscar really off guard. Catches me off guard as well. I didn't think he'd go at that point. Builds up a fantastic lead. Two seconds uh, lead ahead of Piastri after a couple laps there. Uh, further down, Carlos Sainz is now attacking Piastri for P2, but Piastri is able to keep it. Now, Alonso has a fantastic overtake on Esteban Ocon for P7, but two laps later, P9, this was the switchover point. Nine laps into the race with two safety cars, mind, so that saved the uh, softs a little bit to this point. But lap nine of this race, that's the switch over. That's when the softs stopped being the fastest tyre and the mediums did. You saw it. Oscar Piastri, all of a sudden, fastest sector one, fastest sector two, fastest lap overall. Now, Verstappen is able to get past Leclerc for P4. His medium is coming alive as well. Uh, at this point, it went from a two second lead that George Russell had over Oscar Piastri to a lead of 0.5 seconds in three laps. That's how incredible that tyre drop-off was and how fantastic Oscar Piastri was to get on top of those medium tyres. Great stuff from him there. Verstappen is up to third, and on lap 11, Oscar Piastri retakes the lead from George Russell. Further down, Lando Norris in the mediums gets past Charles Leclerc for P5, and then there's another huge incident. This time, Perez, Hulkenberg and Ocon all out of the race. This is lap 11, bringing out the third safety car of this race. Uh, what what happened here? Ocon tried to go around the outside of Hulkenberg into turn one, back onto the straight. He clipped him. Meanwhile, uh, Sergio Perez is going around the outside into turn two. He just gets completely collected there. All, all three of, well, actually, it's Ocon and Perez in the gravel trap. Uh, Hulkenberg goes round, but is able to. He does actually have to retire the car in the end. I mean. It's a racing incident, but if you wanted to point blame, you could point blame to Ocon, but I don't think you should get any penalty for it at all. But the most incredible thing is this freeway pileup between Sergio Perez, Esteban Ocon, and Nico Hülkenberg cements Max Verstappen's third world title. This means that Max Verstappen is the 2023 world champion, three world championships, three in a row. Now, we've known for a while that Max was going to be the champion, uh, and I think in his radio message you could tell he was a bit more emotional than usual, but I think he's known for a while that he was going to be the world champion as well, as we all have. But yeah, fantastic achievement. We'll talk about that more as we go on. 
behind the safety car, we get some pits, actually. Uh, Stroll, Joe, and Magnussen all pit from the softs to the softs behind the safety car. George Russell is begging his team to pit to the softs, but they just say absolutely not, just showing that their plan from the start was to just go start to the end on the softs. I would have loved to seen this race with no safety cars, because... They had three safety cars here, so you've got to think about, what, nine laps around about that? Nine laps, let's say, were done of the 19, so around about half the race was done behind safety car, and the softs fell off this much. So slow laps, um, where the the tyres were being uh, looked after more, they still fell off so massively. If we'd had no safety cars in this race... All those soft guys who started, soft guys, all the guys who started on the softs, they would have been at the back. They would have had punctures galore. They would have had no pace whatsoever. So really, these safety cars really save the likes of your Russells and the and the Ferraris and, and Alonso. As the safety car ends, though, Leclerc is able to get past Norris because on that restart, the softs were so much easier to get into that working window, but it would not last for long. Uh, uh, Leclerc up to P5 on lap 15. Russell is then passed by Max Verstappen for P2 on lap 16. Uh, and then Lando Norris, those tyres get into the perfect window, and he, able, he passes Leclerc, and he's instantly on the back of science, attacking him through up to the next few corners, and Lando Norris up into P4 on lap 17. Lewis Hamilton further back down. He started on the mediums. He didn't have a great qualifying position, but he made those mediums work for him. Uh, he was then making moves up towards the back of the Ferraris. Then on the last lap, we have moves all over the place. We couldn't see them all. There were so many moves happening. We've got Lando Norris passing Russell for P3. We've got Hamilton passing Leclerc for P6. We've got Albon passing Alonso for P8. And then we've got Lewis Hamilton passing Sainz for P5. The, all these guys on the medium tyres destroying the guys on the soft. But it is the last lap. And the first person to cross the line to get their first ever win in their rookie year. I mean, come on. Oscar Piastri wins. I mean, we've all been talking about how fantastic he's been this rookie year and how brilliant he's been and how fantastic he's going to be. But to win, I mean, it's not a full feature race, but that doesn't matter. To have a race win under your belt in your rookie year is incredible. And I don't think it's been done since probably Lewis Hamilton. I can't think of any rookie who's won apart from Lewis in 2007. It's absolutely an incredible achievement. Fantastic. I'm so happy for him because he just seems like the nicest guy ever. Uh, a bit overshadowed, though, because in P2 is Max Verstappen, three-time champion of the world in what has to be one of the greatest seasons in terms of driver performance of all time. I mean, really, I'm trying to think of when he's put a foot wrong. And the only thing I can think of is he had a spin in the Australian Grand Prix that he recovered from and won the race. That's his one mistake. I can't think... There must be something else that he's done. I know he's not had the most dominant qualifying, but in terms of when the uh, points actually matter in the race, he's been pitch perfect. The The one race where, you know... The team let the the cars let him down more often than he's let down the car. In terms of Singapore, it wasn't working great, but he still had a fantastic race. Uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, the the car broke down in Q two, but he still had a fantastic race and brought it home in P two. Uh, you know, Baku, 
uh, that was another was that P two or P three for him? I think it was a P two. Like and that had the car had a hole in the side of it. I mean, he just hasn't really put a foot wrong at all. One of the most flawless seasons we've ever seen, and there's still five or six races to go. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. He's on another planet. I know a lot of people don't like him because of, you know, the way he won his first world title. And if you think that was a robbery or if you don't think that was a robbery, it doesn't matter at this point because it's never going to change. So one way or the other, just get over it. Uh, Because you've got to, at some point, put your biases aside and say, bloody hell, this guy's good because he's really really good you see the names he's alongside now in terms of three times world champions Nicky Lauda Jackie Stewart uh, Jack Brabham Ayrton Senna you know they're huge legends of this sport I mean if you're making a list of greatest of all time a lot of those three times world champions will feature in that list very very high so Max Verstappen for me joins like in my opinion he's been in the the group of greatest of all time for a long time but this certainly cements it and you know what he's not done he's nowhere near done this is only the beginning and that's the scary thing uh but you know it's great to see guys like oscar piastri and a team like mclaren coming back at the end of this year i'm sure they'll be stronger next year uh lando norris is he finishes in p3 here I imagine it's tough for him because he's been this guy for a long time who people are like, he's the future world champion, he's the future, he's the future of McLaren. And then Oscar Piastri has come in. And even though Lando has had a far better year, I think, than, not a far better, uh, but a better year than Piastri has had, for Piastri to have this win before Lando gets anything, I imagine that stings a little. But that win for Lando Norris will come at some point which is the new catchphrase of Formula 1 fans. George Russell manages to finish in P4. Hamilton P5, a couple more laps and Hamilton would have had him. Leclerc was, sorry, Sainz P6. Leclerc P7, interestingly though, Leclerc had quite a few uh, track infringements, uh, track limit infringements, so he may be getting a penalty and that could see his position change. So we'll have to wait and see how that one plays out. Uh, Albon is in P8 and that is the last of the points takers. That's one point for Albon, fantastic job for him there. Alonso P9, interestingly, in my preview video i made my two predictions my first prediction was max verstappen wins the championship on a saturday which tick he's done my second prediction which has looked foolish up until now was that alex albon beats fernando alonso in every race he's halfway there let's see how it goes tomorrow um alonso p9 Gasly 10th, Bottas 11th, Yuki 12th, Stroll 13th, Magnussen 14th, Joe 15th. Those three are the guys who pitted at the uh, during the third safety car for new softs, but weren't really able to. I don't know what happened there. weren't able to really get back into the race. I thought they'd make up some positions, but they didn't. And then DNFs: Hulkenberg, Ocon, Perez, Sargent, Lawson. Five DNFs in this sprint race, which is absurd. The most weird thing about it, though. Um, the last DNF happened on lap 11, so we had pretty much, on average, a DNF every two laps at the start of this sprint race, which was uh, madness, absolute madness. But there you go, that is the sprint race in the books. We will be back tomorrow for the main feature race that I cannot wait for after we've what we've seen here today. 
that's been something special. I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. Let me know your thoughts on this race, on Oscar Piastri's first win, Max Verstappen, world champion, so much going on here, and much, much more tomorrow. So until then, have a good one. I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs>